What is up, everybody? My name is Kelsey Lowe, and you are listening to Joyfully You Podcast. It has been a while since I've had an episode up to date on the podcast, so it is so good to be back on here. I'm not going to lie. I've, I was having like some resistance. I was having some something that was just pulling me away. Um, and maybe it was possibly me just avoiding it, like me remembering I need to trust my voice, but me also looking at the overall picture of what's important. And so I'm back, I'm here, and I know how um, transformational podcasts can be because of the different podcasts that I myself have listened to and have had my life change after listening to them. But in order to be in the right state of mind, to be able to share my light, to be able to talk about the things that matter the most to me, I have to manage my own mind. I have to manage my own emotions. I have to be able to learn how to really trust myself, trust my intuition. And you know, even the more and more I learn and go deeper as to what self-love even is, the more and more I am questioning everything that I've believed in throughout my life. And maybe saying questioning everything is a little dramatic. You know, I'm pretty dramatic. With There are a lot of people pursuing um, entrepreneurship. So in order to be successful at it, you got to stay in your own lane and fully be yourself. And so for the first time ever, I'm actually doing a Facebook Live video and I'm recording on my computer here for Joyfully You podcast. So what is blocking you from joy? I would say the first thing that comes to mind is, okay, well, let's notice if I'm feeling a lack of joy, how can I fill myself up with more joy? Because it is your birthright to experience happiness, your birthright. There's nothing that you can do or nothing that you have done that takes away your birthright of happiness, of being able to experience joy, of being able to experience connection, being able to experience love. Um, So the first thing that has helped me create joy in my life is speaking my truth, being able to say the things that I really do mean and in a way that really is... um, not and, and not speaking your truth in order to win anything, but speaking your truth in order to be heard and know that you've said what you've wanted to say. And a lot of the times it's the people closest to us. It's our friends, it's our family, it's our partners, our loved ones. Like if you drop into your heart, like imagine being all up in your head, right? Let's talk about like the logical things and like, is this real lust talk? <laughs> and is this reasonable? Like fuck reasonable. Who cares if it's reasonable? It's 2019. You can manifest anything you want. Seriously. So what do you want to say? Imagine taking an elevator from your head down into your heart. Because sometimes you'll be like, well, what I want to say is not very nice. So you have to check yourself. Are the things that you want to say coming from a place of love or coming from a place of fear? And when you speak from a place of love, it's always going to be scary and vulnerable. So if speaking your truth seems like no big deal, it's probably coming from a place of fear because it does require some bravery to really say something from the heart and really communicate from that that vulnerable place. I mean, a lot of you guys have seen Brene's, Brene Brown stuff. Like it's so good because it's so raw and real. And she talks about how there's nothing in life that's worthwhile that won't require vulnerability and bravery, right? Putting ourselves out there, being willing to take a risk. And that's something like recently where I had to realize I had been trying to convince myself that I wanted something that I didn't actually want because I was afraid of that vulnerability. And so notice, is connection something that could create joy in your life. And 
it's kind of a silly question because for everyone, more connection, duh, you're going to create more joy because we are designed to be in relationship with each other. Like we're not designed to be on our own. We're not designed to be lone wolves. We're designed to be in community. We're designed to be in relationship and be able to have friendships and feel that safety. But we need to be, or maybe not even safety is the right word, but that inclusiveness, right? To feel a part of something. And so notice how can I create more connection in my life? How can I be able to let people in more because putting up walls like is I'm freaking good at it. Believe it or not, like success is the easiest success is the easiest place to hide behind. So even in times where I was my most like like from a I guess perspective of like United States stuff. <laughs> I don't know what I'm trying to say. But when I was like living in San Diego, I got I had the the nice corporate job. I had like all these things that were expectations of society that say you are successful, but I was miserable. Like I wasn't happy at all. And like, I was in this relationship that was miserable because in this relationship, I was allowing other people's, my partner's happiness to be above mine over and over and over again to the point of it being like abuse, like verbal abuse where he would yell at me and I would submit. I would just say, okay, I'm sorry. There was no winning. And so I realized I was in a toxic relationship and I was hiding it from everyone because I was embarrassed and I was ashamed. And like, I knew that if I went and talked to my friends, my friends were going to say, why haven't you ended it yet? And so what did I do? I hid, I, I hid away. And that was blocking me from my joy because I wasn't giving myself permission to be a full expression of myself because I was hanging out with people that also wouldn't allow me to be a full expression of myself. And so, yes, there comes a point where it's like, yeah, you do you, boo but surround yourself with people that create that space and that container to also feel free, to also like that, that they want you to be your best self. They want you to be you. Like if you're hanging around people that are controlling, then obviously it's going to be blocking you from you're you're blocking yourself from joy. So sometimes the biggest thing blocking us from joy is ourself. (sighs) I'm not going to drop my microphone, but I want to, the biggest thing that can block us from joy is ourself. So my question to you right now, how can you get out of your own way? How can you get out of your own way? If you were to like take a second, put your hand over your heart, take a deep breath in, what would feel like joy right now? What do you need? How can you honor your body? your mind, your ambitions, because ambition's not a bad word, by the way. You're allowed to want success. You're allowed to want to make a difference. So how can you get out of your own way? Something else that's been coming into my mind quite a bit has been the idea of what self-love is. My brother and I were talking last night about my retreat in Costa Rica. He brought up, he said, you know, self-love to me is like a meme on Facebook. (laughs) He's like, what does it even mean? Like if you were to break it down into a, like, what does that even mean? And so that is something that can block us from joy if we don't have our own definition of what self-love really is. Because it is not just one thing. Self-love, think of self-love as self-esteem believing in yourself, treating yourself with dignity and respect, 
treating yourself the way you would treat your best friends, giving yourself the advice you constantly give to your friends, especially when it comes to dating, right? It's so easy to give other people advice, but actually taking that in. Um, for me, self-love is a full expression of me, giving myself that permission to just play, but also giving myself permission to freaking hustle if that's what I'm feeling called towards. Like I'm really, really fulfilled by getting things done. It's true. Like getting things done and completing things fulfills me. But what also fulfills me is the connection, making those connections with people. And so if you know that you are fulfilled by making connections, put in a little bit of effort to reach out and connect with people. What's up, Andrea? What's up, Chuck? Put in effort to connect with people, reach out to people, set up coffee dates, set up phone dates, set up a time. Because a lot of the times what's blocking you from joy is your isolation. Anytime that I've gone through depression in my life, I isolate. When I'm going, when I've gone through like deep grief where I'm just like, my whole body is by crying. Like, I don't know how else to explain it. Where just everything is mourning and in so much emotional pain. I just want to isolate. But sometimes isolation can be the thing that is blocking us from joy and from that happiness that we all want to be able to have in our life. And so it's this ongoing cycle, this ongoing, um, checking in, you know, self-love is not a destination. You're not going to be like, woohoo, I arrived. I love myself. Life is good. Sign that paper. Check. Like I wish I think that if you're living in that moment, you can find destinations of contentment, destinations of peace, but there's never going to be a moment where you're like, okay, I've loved, I, I love myself now. Let's move on to the next activity. Like it's something that's always there. Think of it like going to the gym. You can't go to the gym once and be fit. It has to be a devotion to fitness. It has to be a devotion to that lifestyle. And so maybe self-love is something that is that is needed for you to be able to experience that joy and happiness. And also define what that means on your terms. Define what that means for you because self-love means something different for everyone. And even like taking that moment to drop into your heart and say, what do I need to feel loved? What do I need to feel loved? And how can I create that for myself right now? Because if the things you need to feel love is all outside of you. You're never going to feel content. You're never going to feel satisfied. And so how can you be the creator of that self-love? Like, like a couple of weeks ago, I was like, what do I need to feel loved? And the thing that kept coming in my mind was I need to clean my room. Like it doesn't always have to be this like esoteric spiritual thing. Like, or, or like for me, it's normally I need a walk. I need to take a walk. I need to clean my room. I need to clean my car. Like a lot of the times this is organization or cleaning because those are things that I put on the side burner often. And those are the things that bring me the most joy when it's complete. So notice, take notice of that. Um, another thing when you ask like what's blocking my joy, if there's anxiety and stress that is overrunning your life and it feels like it's consuming you, it's really easy. Like when I was experiencing the most stress I've ever experienced in my life, I was like getting like little bald spots back here because my hair was literally falling out and I had no idea how to manage anxiety. So just so you know, there are tools, there are ways to be able to manage it so it doesn't consume and overrun your life. But oftentimes the stress and anxiety is freaking signals from the universe, signals from God saying something's got to change. 
But if you keep forcing it, pushing through, then you're not allowing anything to change. And so another thing too is, is being aware, like when it comes to stress and anxiety, I feel like I cannot talk about stress and anxiety without talking about our use of our cell phones. Because our cell phones keep our mind in this high intensity response rate where we're trying to process, 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 new app, new, like swiping up, swipe, 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 like all these different things that are constantly, like all of our neurons in our brain are shooting off, firing off nonstop that we never get a chance to just relax. And no one's going to create that relaxation moment for you. You have to create it. You have to create it for yourself. And when you do create that for yourself, you allow all this joy and happiness to come in, okay? Because joy and happiness can be able to come through when you're able to feel safe. And anxiety and stress is the response of not feeling safe, of not feeling secure, of not feeling like it's that fight or flight mode that comes in. And back in the day, like we would get this burst of energy and anxiety or or adrenaline, it's adrenaline in order to run away from like saber toothed tigers and like people that are trying to attack us in our tribes. But we don't live that type of life anymore. Our life is much more civilized, much more domesticated. And so we're giving, we're getting this fight or flight feelings, but we aren't creating any type of outlet for us to release it, for us to let it out. And so when you take moments to monitor how you use your cell phone. So for example, first 30 minutes of waking up, do not use your cell phone. Right when you wake up, don't be like pulling up your cell phone right away. The reason why is it puts your mind and your body in that fight or flight mode right when you've woken up. So all of a sudden you're checking your emails, you're checking your notifications and and you're making assumptions about what that means. If all of a sudden you see on Instagram or on Facebook that you only have a certain amount of likes, your mind will start to create a story of, oh, that means this. So before you let anything or anyone tell you who you are, take that first 30 minutes in the morning to decide how you want your day to go, to decide what's on your radar for the day, to decide what you need today. What are the top three things that you want to get done for yourself without guilt, without shame? Okay. Um, and the other one that creates so much joy in our life. And I guess this has been from my experience, what's created so much joy in my life. There was like a three year period where my mantra for my whole life, my entire intention for my life was to be comfortable with the uncomfortable. I would say it all the time. It was like the only thing in my Instagram bio. It just said getting uncomfortable with the, getting comfortable with the uncomfortable. And the way that I, and the reason why is because I wanted to know myself better than anyone. I wanted to be able to be self-aware. And when I would travel and I would go to places where nothing around me reflects something comfortable or reflects something similar, then all of a sudden I had to decide who I am because nothing around me reflected me. So it was almost like I no longer had any mirrors. I was just me. And I had to, I decided who I was like, and meeting all these people from different countries, like Guatemala is coming into my mind right now. I remember walking through the markets and just looking around and being by myself and kind of getting lost in the markets, but knowing I didn't have anywhere to be for the next like three, four hours. So if I got lost, like it was okay. And letting the stress and anxiety calm of just, I'm safe. I'm just exploring. 
I'm just looking around. And so think of it like that. Like even if bringing in a more practical or more relatable situation is, you know, maybe you just found out, you know, you have to move out of your place or maybe you just found out you lost your job or maybe you just found out something that's like really traumatic and really like upsetting. Ask yourself, okay, I'm exiting my comfort zone. What do I need right now to feel safe? What do I need right now to feel calm? What would be step one? Because if you think about finding a new place, moving in, getting the furniture, da da da, like if you start looking at the big picture, it's super overwhelming. But if you take a moment to think about what would step one be? What is step one? You create room for so much joy because all of a sudden you're giving yourself that first task. Stay in the step you're in. If you're focused on like all of it, it's going to be super overwhelming. But if you bring yourself down to what would be step one, for example, if you want to start a business, what would be step one? And don't worry about anything else except, except step one. If you want to tell your story, for example, if you're like, Hey, I I want to, I want to make a difference online. I want to tell my story. First thing I recommend you doing, taking a pen and paper and writing down the top three experiences in your life that have changed your life. And most likely those three experiences are not going to be pleasant walks in the park. They're probably really horrific, traumatic, hard as shit experiences because that is where we find out who we really are. Because if you're looking back as like experiences that changed your life, it probably required you to rise up to the occasion to either walk away or to get back up or to speak up for yourself or to, um, believe and love yourself and give yourself grace, like, or to forgive someone else, you know, there's going to be all these different things in our lives that have shaped us. And if you are willing to put yourself out there and share that part of you, oh my God, you become the change. You become the light. You become one of those people that are creating, that are creating a positive movement in the world. And so that's like a choice. That's, that's up to you. That's, that's a possibility that you're able to have if you're willing to put yourself out there and leave your comfort zone. Like even today, every, every single, honestly, every single time I do a Facebook live video, I get butterflies in my stomach. I'm like, Oh my God, what if I like do something weird on camera? Or what if I just start talking BS and it doesn't help anyone? It doesn't serve anyone or it doesn't make sense or it's not good enough. And all of that stuff is my own ego talking. That's, that's, that's my pride. That's my, that's my perfectionist voice for all of you guys that have been to my Vicelli Talks on Wine and you've heard my talk on telling your story. That's my perfectionist voice. And then also too, the fear voice that kicks in is the imposter. All the, it comes in all the time. And that's when my self-love practice, it's like my self-love muscle is stronger and stronger and stronger. So then when those moments come where that inner voice is trying to say, who are you to do this? You're not perfect. Why should you be able to help anybody? I get to remind myself, who is anyone to do anything? Who is anyone to do anything? And then I have to remind myself to show my imperfections because perfection is freaking boring. And like, if I were to follow someone who always seemed perfect and never really shared their flaws, that would be hard because I wouldn't relate to them. And so that's why I do share about things that I've had that have caused anxiety. I do share about things that have caused depression. What's up? What's up, Brina? Good to see your name. So that is my message for you guys today. Um, being able to find out what is blocking you from joy. Who do you need to talk to? What kind of expression do you need to have in your life? Um, 
How can you define self-love on your terms? And how can you exit your comfort zone? Think of something you can do this week. This week that would require you to step out of your comfort zone and step into something that you want. Because anything that we want, if it's really worthwhile and it's really going to stretch us, it's something that's going to create so much joy when we complete it and do it. And it's like that scary onstage moment, but then you walk off and you can be proud of yourself. And that's the other thing to maintain the joy. Be okay with whatever the outcome is. Like if you're going to be putting yourself out there and exiting your comfort zone and doing something brave, even if doing something brave is pick. So for me, like a couple days ago, doing something brave was picking up the phone and calling someone I hadn't talked to in a while that required bravery because it required vulnerability. Okay. So whether you want to do something big or do something small, if it takes you out of your comfort zone, it's enough. And so know that you are enough too, that no matter what the outcome is, just know that the action was the goal. So if you, if you, if you did the action, then you win. Okay. Because a lot of times I'll have, I'll, I'll even see it in other people. I'll see it in myself where I'm like, okay, I'm going to do this, but then it doesn't live up to my expectation. So I'm pissed. Instead Instead, the growth mindset would be to celebrate the fact that I took that step and know that everything's a learning process. So how can you celebrate the steps you're going to take? And a great way to like anticipate your success is to like call a friend or someone that you know or family or a partner or whatever and, and pre-plan your celebrations. So I've done this with my friends before where I'm like, hey, you want to meet up and get a drink at five o'clock like on this day? Like we're going to be celebrating. Like, sure. What are we celebrating? We're going to celebrate all the hard work I'm going to do because then I have something to like look forward to. And I've also created this like deadline for myself or this timeline for myself, whether it's something small, like cleaning up, whether it's, um, creating like tech boundaries with your cell phone and like not using your phone for the first 30 minutes, like whatever it might be, celebrate it. Give like thanks and gratitude and like acknowledgement to yourself and to the universe and to all the things around you that are supporting this. And if you're not feeling in a good place and you're feeling down, check in. What do you need right now? What would bring you joy right now? How can you be able to lift your spirit just a little bit? And oftentimes, the easiest way to lift your spirit is to put your cell phone down, take your shoes off, and go stand in the grass. Stand in the grass, close your eyes, put your face up towards the sun, and take a couple deep breaths. It is that simple. You're going to recalibrate so much of the stress and anxiety that's going on. And when you do that, it's like you freaking open the floodgates for joy. You allow it to come in when you release attachment and stress and anxiety to all the other things happening in your life. Focus on what you can control. Release everything else that you can't, okay? So, so happy to be connecting with you guys. If you guys like this topic and if you guys have other things that come to mind that really create a lot of joy for you in your life, comment, message me. Like, I'd love to be able to hear from you guys. I'd love to be able to see what, what you have to say about it. Um, and also too, if you guys are later listening to this, like screenshot it, share it, tag a friend that needs to hear this, send it in a direct message. Like I love hearing from you. I love being able to see, um, how my words are affecting you. And if it is making a difference in your life, tell me because it gets me really excited to create even more content. Um, and also too, if you're feeling called and like curious about the, the self-love retreat in Costa Rica, 
send me a message. I'd love to connect with you and I'd love to tell you more about it and be able to see if this is a fit for you because this is an adventure retreat that is going to be taking you out of your comfort zone if you've never traveled before, but also to being able to immerse yourself in the beauty and the tropical jungle of Costa Rica. We're going to be right on the beach and we have a lot of amazing things planned. I have a whole team that's helping put this together where we're going to be having full moon ceremonies, dance parties, and a lot of different work that's going to create so much freedom and joy in these women's lives and in my life because doing a retreat has been a dream for a long time. So in many ways, this is a dream come true for me as well. So thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Joyfully You Podcast. If you loved this episode, mm, girl, tell me. I want to hear. Screenshot this. Post it on Instagram. You know I'm like an Instagram junkie. Screenshot it. Tag me. Put it on your stories. Um, also, too, like share it to your Facebook. Share. It means so much when you share it because you're sharing the love, you're sharing the light, and it's also giving me feedback on which episodes stand out the most so I can continue to create content for you guys that serve you, that uplift you, that empower you because that really is my mission and my vision in the world is to see people love themselves through expression, through happiness, through joy, being able to embrace that inner child that just wants to like run around with belly hanging out with no cares in the world. Like that's the version of us that I know is the happiest. So have an amazing day and I will talk to you later.